It is a Feedback Friday. We've got your emails, YouTube comments, a tweet, and an Instagram post to share talking about everything and anything involving our LA Kings. Plus, I have to answer for a goof that I made. All that on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you've got time and you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and of course a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets when you win a $5 money line bet, that is $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. We did not have a game yesterday for the LA Kings, so no game to recap. We do not have a game coming up on Saturday, so no game to preview. I guess we could have previewed the Sunday game against Colorado, but we've got plenty of emails and comments, as I mentioned, even a, a tweet and an Instagram post to share. Uh, there is one little bit of Kings news we'll pass along, though, real quick. That is the health update on center Blake Lazat. Uh, he continues to wear the red non-contact jersey in practice, and he is practicing. Um, uh, I saw a report, I believe it was from Dennis Bernstein on Twitter, or X, uh, who said that Lazat would not play against Colorado, but he was going to go on the Kings' upcoming road trip. So apparently Blake Lazat, very close to returning to the Kings lineup, uh, but not going to be Sunday, apparently, against the Avalanche. All right, let's get into this week's feedback show, and we are going to start with me uh, answering for a mistake that I made. Uh, and you guys uh, called me out on it, as you should have. Uh, this first email comes from David Garrett, and I don't know where David is from, so I will have to uh, guess. And uh, I'll say David is in San Dimas. Uh, he says, I really enjoy the show. Not sure if you were trying to see if anyone was paying attention, but the Kings have a division banner hanging at crypto. I think it's the 9091. It's a source of embarrassment to the Kings, I feel. Many of their years, uh, they were in a five-team division, and to hang a banner for one division title after 55 or so years is a bit sad. I've wanted it down for a while. We have uh, a conference of Stanley Cup titles, uh, more in number and importance than that division banner. Go Kings go. Uh, Michael in San Diego says, I am a longtime Kings fan going back to 1988 when I was nine years old and grew up watching the Kings on prime ticket. As someone who is from out of the LA market and a diehard fan, uh, I've tuned into your podcast world to get my daily fix of Kings content and have become a locked on every day. Well, thank you for that. He says, I enjoy your commentary and excitement for the team. But I need to correct something you mentioned on the show. You said the Kings have never won a division title. That is incorrect. They won one back in the Gretzky era. They were the 2000, or excuse me, the 1990-91 Smythe division champs. Keep up the great work. I think my favorite, um, my favorite comment 
saying that I goofed on the when I said the Kings have never won a division title uh, was uh, from at Boogie Joe on X or Twitter. There were no words. It was just a picture of the banner hanging up at Crypto.com Arena. And in fact, yes, I was mistaken. The Kings, I said the Kings had never won a division title when I was talking about how the Pacific Division is so difficult this year. Vegas, LA, Vancouver, all fighting for a division title. Uh, you know, they are not only the three top teams in the Pacific, but three of the top teams in the West and three of the top teams in the NHL. So as you probably know, with the playoff format, if you're a division champ, you play a wildcard team. If you finish second and third in the, in the division, you play each other head to head. So that second, that two, three matchup in the West, as it stands now in the, in the Pacific, uh, looks like it's going to be a really tough first round matchup. Maybe the most difficult of all the first round matchups. So the Kings would like to not be in that matchup by winning the division. And I had said, well, that's something they've never done. So it would be great to do it this year, but I was, I was obviously wrong. Now I was only off by one <laughs> because they have won the division title, as was mentioned in the 1990, 91 season. Now I do an overnight radio show with a guy named Ben Maller, and he has never in his life admitted, at least on his radio life, that he is wrong. And what he likes to do is when a mistake is pointed out by one of us, his coworkers or a listener, he says, well, I was just doing that to see if you were paying attention. I could have done that, but I am not. I will stand correct, corrected uh, and come correct. And yes, I was wrong. The Kings have, in fact, won a single division title in their history. Again, it was 1990-91. And as was pointed out, it was the Smythe division. Uh, and as was pointed out, it was a very small division. Uh, you had the Kings, you had the Flames, you had the Oilers, you had the Canucks, and the original version of the Winnipeg Jets back in those days. Uh, the Kings, after winning that lone division title, would go on to beat the Vancouver Canucks in six games in the division semifinals, and then they would lose to the Oilers in six games in the division finals. Uh, those Oilers would go on to lose to the Minnesota North Stars in the conference finals, and the North Stars would go on to lose with the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Stanley Cup finals. So the Kings do, in fact, have one division title. They finished runner-up in their divisions 12 times. Uh, so I I don't really have a good explanation for why I screwed up on that. I, For some reason, I think there was, at one point, I did some research to look and see how many division titles the Kings had won, and I guess I must have just missed that one, and I thought it was zero. Not a very good excuse, but um, I also maybe I got confused when because I know the Kings have the banners up for the conference champions, which is a little, I think, also iffy as well. Uh, you know, they didn't, I guess it's the kind of the, we made it to the Stanley cup final banner, but of course we, the only, well, twice that we've gone, we've won the Stanley cup. And then of course the other time we didn't. So there is that banner. It's the two, it is the 1993, 1992, 93, uh, Campbell conference championship banner. I think that one may have thrown me off. Anyway, there's no excuse. I screwed up. I screwed up. So uh, I wanted to make that correction. Never let it be said. I do not correct when I uh, make a mistake. The Kings have, in fact, won a single division title. Uh, I did want to share this from Instagram. This is a really nice message that I got from uh, someone. This is from Dado76. And I will admit, I do not check Instagram as often as I should. But I will try and do a better job with that. But uh, Dado76 
sent me this message on Instagram and I wanted to share it. And it's very nice. He says, uh, Hey Eddie, I listened to locked on Kings for a long time, starting with former host, Sarah Avobato. When she passed the podcast to your hands, I was doubtful it could manage that you could manage it with the same quality, but you have blown away all my doubts with the first one or two shows. As you can see, your podcast is my favorite podcast. I've listened to it for more than 70 hours in 2023 in Spotify and several shows I've watched on YouTube. So I'm an everydayer, I think I would say so. He says, I'm an overseas fan of the Kings for more than a decade now. And sometimes it's hard watching at midnight or getting up in the very early morning at three or four o'clock. But I love the Kings and I enjoy every game I can watch. And again, that was from Dado76. I did respond and asked him where he is listing. Where is he at overseas? Because I always find that interesting. Have not heard back from him yet. But he did also send a screenshot. And and a few people have sent these. I guess at the end of the year, um, you get some sort of a notification of what is your favorite podcast you listen to or something. And he sent me a screenshot. And in fact, yes, he had um, Locked on LA Kings as the number one podcast that he listens to. So Dado76, wherever you are listening or watching from, Thank you so much for the kind words, and uh, I'm glad that I could be of some help in in you keeping track of your favorite hockey team, the LA Kings. We have uh, more emails and comments to get to here on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. We will do that here coming up next. But first, as the weather gets colder, the NFL stays hot. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet with FanDuel. That is $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use. There is a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And whether it's the NFL, postseason college football, bowl games, the NBA, or of course, the NHL, now is the perfect time to get in on all the amazing sports action here in December. Uh, If you want to place a bet on our LA Kings, they've got a game against the Colorado Avalanche coming up. You can certainly do that. Uh, The over-under on goals scored is six and a half. Do you think it'll be more? Do you think it'll be less? You can place a bet on that as well. All going down over at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Hey, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, let's get to some other emails that are not calling me out for a mistake that I made. This is from Jim W. in San Dimas. He says, I am enjoying your shows. I'm an everydayer. Thank you, Jim. Uh, I've been enjoying the early ride the Kings are on and the quality of the opponents is going to get more favorable. I love seeing everybody notice the Kings. The stats don't lie. When the team fixes the goaltending compared to last year and the poor PK, the stats uh, the team stats align as of Thursday afternoon before the Washington game. We are on pace to have over 120 points this year. I was saying weeks back, we could get to 108. Maybe we can finally get the East coast eyes. The Kings have hardly played uh, the bad teams and have this record. Yes, Eddie, I agree with you. It'd be nice to win a division title and maybe the president's trophy. Uh, Todd trusts these players. They trust the system and their teammates 
Q, Calia, Moore, England, Talbot, Spence, and Laferriere have all met or exceeded expectations by management. I don't want to uh, repeat everybody's comments, but PLD has been playing like a third liner. The North-South style of game will help him. Grundstrom can get him going. At least that's the plan. And you've got uh, Bjornfoot, Turcott, and Clark haven't even proved themselves. Toby still hasn't developed his second skill that he needs at the NHL. England does. Turcott's healthy and building his stock, keeping ready. Clark is adjusting up his game now, and maybe in a month, he will be so hot they have to bring him up. I think Clark and the rain are just starting to streak too. Winning is infectious. Fogimo, no place like home. I guess he really likes to play here. Go, Kings, go. Um, Yeah, Jim, one thing I did want to mention, and I hope this is not a humble brag, but on my um, weekly NHL review show, I had a special guest, Kenny Albert, who is the lead TV play-by-play man for the NHL on TNT, and he does a million other things, too. He's on the NFL on Fox. He's also the radio voice of the New York Rangers. We talked a lot about the Rangers. But I did ask him, and I said, Kenny, I know you obviously uh, cover the whole league for the NHL on TNT. I go, is there any other team out there you've seen so far that has really impressed you? And he said, the Los Angeles Kings. So I thought that was pretty cool that uh, a guy who's seen a lot of hockey, seen a lot of teams, singled out the LA Kings. Uh, our next email comes from AJ. He is in parts unknown. I'm going to say AJ is in Angora Hills. That's around here somewhere, right? There's so many places here in, in Southern California that I don't even, I've never, I don't know where it's at, but I've heard of it. I think Angora Hills is one of them. Anyway, uh, AJ says, uh, so my first love has always been the NFL and I really enjoy the strategy of the X's and O's. And it's such a luxury to have full free info via articles and videos breaking down the chess match. Each head coach makes moves to adjust as their game takes place. However, hockey, and he says Kings hockey, has become my love B sport uh, because NFL football has always been number one. Uh, as much as I've tried to find similar videos that explains the checking and the one three one systems and all that stuff, perhaps you haven't looked hard enough or perhaps I haven't looked hard enough, he said. Uh, but can you, can I trust, but you can trust I've looked. So wearing my producer hat, and I guess he's uh, he's works uh, as a producer, uh, he says, uh, to do maybe a segment or two on hockey systems. As far, I'm far from a novice hockey fan, but Eddie, I've become uh, like a very annoying three-year-old regarding why, 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 but why? Uh, I'm not asking you to give any true inside baseball regarding the systems the LA Kings run. I just like to listen to someone qualified to explain the game of hockey as uh, in as much detail as possible. I think you should at least consider doing a division roundtable podcast uh, with as many Pacific Division Locked On podcast hosts uh, uh, for for uh, practical for all involved. However, uh, out of the two above suggestions, selfishly, I would pick the X's and O's of hockey. By the way, my last name is King, so my silly go-to joke when people ask uh, me about me being a big LA Kings fan, although I'm a huge Angels fan, I can't stand the Dodgers. I ask them, how could I possibly be a Ducks fan when my last name is King? Uh, thanks for your time. Go Kings, go. And that is AJ King. I guess it's AJ King. Uh, so he is he's making some suggestions for some future segments and a hockey X's and O segment with a special guest. Um, yeah, that's something I would love to do. Um, he also talked about a Pacific division roundtable. We did that last year, a couple of different, different times with the top teams in the Pacific division. So that is certainly something we could definitely do again, uh, maybe as we get a little bit deeper into the season. So that suggestion absolutely can happen because we've done it before and it's a lot of fun. Um, so maybe looking for a guest for 
to break down more of an X's and O's type of thing with hockey. Yeah, certainly. I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. Uh, and, and if you guys have any suggestions for episodes that you'd like to see kind of like AJ or guests that you'd like to have on, uh, let me know. I, I certainly will take that into consideration. Uh, this is from Jesse and Visalia. Uh, this is possibly cousin Jesse. I'm not sure. I grew up in central California and his last name is Garcia like mine. So we kid that he's uncle Jesse. Anyway, uh, he's stealing my material here. He, he gives the, what did I like? And what did I not like from the Washington game? Uh, he says what I liked, he said, not taking penalties, fourth line scoring, only giving up two goals. What I did not like the power play he says overall, the game was really chippy and the passing was not clean. I do credit the caps for that. They are a scrappy bunch and it looked like, uh, it frustrated our team. I feel these types of games are good for us because adversity will make us that much better in the long run. It was certainly a game to learn from. I think it was certainly uh, one of those games that I think the Kings probably need to prove a little bit to themselves. They can win those low scoring, close games. Um, we know that they can win the high scoring games, but uh, there's going to be those kind of games, especially if they get in the playoffs and uh, they're going to need to grind it out and, and get a win. Um, I think if they keep continue to play the way they did though, against Washington, I think that that will not be an issue. Uh, let's get to some YouTube comments. Uh, this one comes from V doom seven, 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 a frequent commenter on the YouTube episodes. And he, uh, was commenting on my episode. I did talking about cam Talbot. If he was good enough to lead the Kings to a Stanley cup this season, he says Talbot has always been a good goalie, but not this good, but he has been in some iffy situations. Uh, like Edmonton, Ottawa, and Minnesota. The thing that he is a player with a huge chip on his shoulder, uh, relegated to second string by the Wild, and having to sign a one-year, $1 million prove-it deal in L.A., Talby is the most dangerous kind of player you'll find. Uh, his entire focus is on winning and proving all the naysayers wrong. That's all he cares about. He may be a bigger, he may get a bigger term and money deal after this season and will go to being his usual above-average game, but this year, he will be Vezina-like. So uh, checking in on Cam Talbot. Uh, we do have a lot more YouTube comments to get to. We'll do that here next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. I do want to let you know that uh, we would love to see Andre Kopitar score a hat trick and the LA Kings win a Stanley Cup. That sounds good, right? But you know what else sounds good? You winning 100 times your money by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. As the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Uh, would you bet on uh, some of the players staying hot this season, or will their luck run out with Sleeper? You could pick more or less based on goals, assist points, saves, and more. And Sleeper offers 100 times payouts. Although we love the NHL, it's also not just about hockey. You've got uh, the NFL, as I mentioned, going on in full swing. The NBA is going as well. It is a great time to get in on all the amazing sports action. Make the right picks, and you could win big. Use the promo code Locked on NHL, and you will get a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The LA Kings host the Colorado Avalanche Sunday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. Uh, we do have more YouTube comments to pass along. I like this one. This one comes from Robert Mueller, 1344. And this is on uh, an interesting idea he had about maybe getting 
Pierre-Luc Dubois going. He says, hey, Eddie, with Q's confidence, Quentin Byfield, with his, with his confidence sky high right now, and PL Dubois not so much, uh, what do you think of having them switch places? Q is supposed to eventually be a center, and Dubois has plenty of experience as a winger in Winnipeg. Can you imagine the potential of both lines getting even better? And if it doesn't work out after a few games, you can move them back. There is nothing to lose, so why not give it a try? Uh, Robert, I mean, the way the Kings have played lately, I can understand why Todd McClellan may not want to make a major change like that, especially Quentin Byfield being a young player. He's having a taste of success, so you don't want to mess with that necessarily. However, if the season continues to go along and Q continues to progress and PLD doesn't, I think that is a very likely move to be made because you are correct. Quentin Byfield has come up as a center. He can play that position. And as you mentioned, PLD played a lot of wing when he was in Winnipeg. So if, if Byfield continues to progress and they feel like he could handle that center position on the third line, I think moving Pierre Dubois up on the top line, uh, I think that that could really work. If, if, if uh, like I said, I think the the one thing though, like I mentioned, I don't know if you want to mess with with Quentin Byfield right now because he's playing so well. But uh, like I said, if he keeps getting better and you feel like he could handle more of that responsibility of of playing center, and Pierre Dubois is still just okay, and you want to try and get him going, I I could absolutely see that move. I think that's a good suggestion. Uh, this comes from Jarrett Powers, 4627 on the Kings, maybe not being tough enough. He says, love the show. I uh, love to see the boys playing well. My only concern is outside of England, we lack sandpaper. Uh, that is my big concern at this point. In the past, during our success in the playoffs, we had Willie Mitchell, Matt Green, Kyle Clifford, Dwight King, and obviously Brown bringing that element that wears you down. Do you think the Kings have enough sandpaper for the playoffs? Um, I think it's a fair point. I would say um, it's a different game, though, than it was in 2012 and 2014. Uh, the NHL is more about speed and skill and offense. Not saying you don't have to have grit to win the Stanley Cup. You absolutely do. But I think more that kind of comes more in the form of blocking shots, winning board battles, that kind of thing. I don't. It's just not as physical as a, of a game as it used to. So I don't think it's as necessary to have that. Uh, as has been in the past, but you know, the, obviously the proof will be in what the Kings do. Um, but I know there were people talking about how the Kings are going to get pushed around. I remember Jordan Spence got singled out a lot. He's too small. He's going to be pushed around. It hasn't been a factor um, because like I said, the game is different now than it was like, could Jordan Spence play in the league 20 years ago? No, nope. Blake Lazat. Nope. Um, but they are there. They're there now. And there's a place for those types of players, kind of smaller, quick offensive minded players, which I think is great for the NHL. It's not only a better style of play, but having, you know, smaller players be able to play in the game today. I think that's a good thing. Um, this comes from Frank Pareda, 1106, talking about the loss to Washington. He says tough loss to the caps, uh, nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, they played quite well and Talbot looked fine as well. Two things I'd like to mention. One, I absolutely hate that ridiculous offsides review, no matter which way the call goes. Uh, it's usually a player that is just inches offsides and hundred percent of the time it has no effect on what occurred after horrible rule and number two Turcotte when he is going when is he going to get a chance both Lewis and J.A.D. are not doing much at all and are invisible out there for the wrong reasons go Kings go that's that's a little harsh I think Trevor Lewis still does a lot of uh things that maybe don't stand out and and show uh 
you know, he does a lot of dirty work. Uh, I still think Lewis has been fine. Uh, Jared Anderson Dolan, yeah, you know, he's getting a shot here now with, with Lazat being out, but um, I don't know when that's going to happen, Frank. I do think Alex Turcott will get an opportunity. It'll probably come when there's an injury because there's always going to be injuries at some point and then he'll get his chance. But right now, got to be patient. Same thing goes for Brant Clark. Uh, you know, I'm sure they want to get up here and play in the NHL. There's no doubt about that. But I, I'm sure they also understand the way the Kings are playing and how well they're playing, that they're going to have to be a little bit more patient than maybe they want to be. As far as the offsides rule, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, but the rule is the rule. I mean, if you're offside by an inch or a foot, you're offside. So, you know, they go to instant replay to find that. And yeah, usually it's just like by a an inch or two, but, you know, the rule is the rule. And that's the way it goes. Uh, this from Dominic Ephraim uh, 3088 on the Kings upcoming schedule. He has a lot of games in uh, December and January. December only has one uh, back-to-back set, and all the other games have days in between. Kings should be able to sustain their first quarter play. Copley looking better. Perfect timing. We will need him in the coming months. Uh, this came from Elijah Perez 6506. He says, hey, Eddie, do you have every Kings jersey? Uh, I do not. I'm pretty close. Uh, I certainly have all of the styles, so to speak. Like, for example, I have the original from the original forum blue and gold days. I've got the gold one, but I don't have the forum blue or purple one, but I have one of that style. Um, the only two jerseys that I don't have are the Burger King jersey. If you know, you know. And also, I do have the two outdoor jerseys from Dodger Stadium and Levi Stadium. I didn't get the one that they played in Colorado Springs because I didn't like it. Uh, so the two jerseys that I don't really like, I don't have, but all the other ones I pretty much have. And I even have like a, I have a Drew Doughty uh, Team Canada jersey that he autographed and a Drew Doughty um, All-Star Game jersey from Nashville that uh, he autographed that as well, I think. And uh, it's a black and gold jersey and I'm, I'm a big Steelers fan, so I kind of like those colors. Uh, and finally, this one from... Uh, I'm going to spell it K-O-O-R-O-S-H-Z-A-R-T-O-S-H-T-Y, 7237. Kuz <laughs> He says, Eddie, I love the show. Uh, where do you hang out between periods? I'd love to come by and say hi at a game. Uh, well, I, I'm up in the press box during the games. And uh, usually I, you know, if you reach out to me, I'll go wherever you are because I can go wherever I want with the, with the press pass. So, uh, you know, if you're outside section uh, 215, then I come down to section 215 in between periods. And I've met, I've met fans before games in between periods and after games. So whatever works for you guys, uh, if you want to meet up at an upcoming game, uh, definitely would love to do that. Just try and reach out somehow, if, you know, on Twitter, if you're there, uh, on Instagram, I'll try and remember to check it. An email works well. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, try and reach out and I'll, we'll make it happen. I think the next home game I'll be at, I'm not going to be there on Sunday. It's the next Saturday home game. I think it's uh, December 23rd against the Flames. So I'll be at that game. Hey, thank you to all who took the time to send an email or to comment on Twitter or to send an Instagram message or uh, to comment on the YouTube episodes. Obviously, this show is not uh, able to be done without your help, without your feedback, without your, uh, without your contribution. So thank you to all of you guys who have been commenting and uh, posting things on the YouTube episodes and sending emails and all that stuff. Really appreciate it. If you want to send an email locked on Eddie at gmail.com is the email address E D D I E 
Uh, you can also post your comments on the YouTube channels as always. Uh, and again, Twitter, X, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked On LA Kings every day. And did I mention, why? by the way, the 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 address for Twitter and Instagram is at Locked On LA Kings. Uh, for you everydayers, those of you that listen to watch Locked On LA Kings every day, uh, coming up on Monday, we will recap that Kings Avalanche game from Sunday night. We'll also have a rain report. report. And speaking of the rain, uh, Jared Schaffron from the Ontario Rain going to be our special guest coming up next week to give us all the details on what's going on down in Ontario and specifically talk about Brant Clark and how he is looking as well and Alex Turcotte. All right, that will do it for this week's shows. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, thank you for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. And as always, go Kings go.